Hey, hey, feasters, and welcome to episode 74 of the Ask Rez podcast. It's Jason, or Rez, and I'm answering your questions so that you can get past the bumps in the road to building a profitable freelance business. And I got to be honest with you, you know, when I hear and see apps, I test them, I try them out. It's not often that I really get one that's sticky sometimes, but I got to tell you, it's really fun interacting with everybody on Breaker in the comments of the episodes and messages. So it's, it's really an awesome app. If you, if you're over on Breaker, go check out the podcast. Ask Rez is on there. Go ahead and search for it. I'd love to be able to connect with you over there. So today, thanks to Cameron through Breaker, um, it brings this question. Um, he asked me, what podcasting gear do I use? Well, this is a bit of a fun one because honestly, it doesn't have too much to do directly with freelancing unless you're thinking about podcasting in general. But I thought that now that podcasting is starting to really become at the forefront of a lot of businesses now, that this could be relevant to you. So why not share it? Because I am not an audiophile. I'm not a sound engineer. I'm just a guy doing business from his home, right? So my mic is a Rode Podcaster. I got this about three years ago and I love it. Um, I get all sorts of comments on sales calls and videos and things because, you know, it's one of those big boom arms that come across. It's like the, the old school mic radios. So, uh, mic, uh, microphones you see in radio studios and such. So um, it's fun, right? It's fun to do. It's fun to be able to move it around wherever I'm sitting. So um, the reason why I went with this mic was because it was USB and I don't have to worry about adjusting anything. It's basically a plug and play kind of thing. So that's what I use for my mic. My podcast software now, well, I try to keep it very basic, especially for this podcast. I use audacity it in order for me to record and edit if i even edit the podcast um i'm not a sound engineer as i said so in order for me to keep up with a daily show i often just press record stop and then press publish right? i keep it simple the only editing that happens is if maybe the doorbell rings or something like that for living the feast on the other hand i record the solo shows in audacity but I use Zencaster when there's a guest. And I really like Zencaster because what it does is it doesn't rely on the internet to record. It records locally on both sides. And then once the recording ends, it uploads it. So this way I get a pure recording of, you know, the other, the, the guest, the featured guest on the show. Now, as far as a podcast host goes, I use Transistor. That's at transistor.fm, and I use that for both shows. There are so many hosts out there, and honestly, it's difficult to pick one. At least it was for me. Uh, but the reason I went with Transistor was because I know Justin and John, who are the co-founders, have been and are in the podcasting space or podcasting world in some regards. Justin's really the guy that you hear all the time, and John's working on behind the scenes stuff. So um, they know what's 
out there that's terrible. Um, you know, they know what's valuable. So I jumped on to the early access for it as soon as I heard it. Um, and it's been an outstanding platform for me. It's easy to use. They do a ton of stuff on the back end for you that you don't have to worry about. Um, if you're, you know, a podcast and looking for a host that's focused on podcasts for businesses, Transistor is it. The analytics to me are important um, to see how well a show is doing, um, what's what you guys enjoy, you know, listening to. Um, that helps me put out better content. So I know that they are working hard to make that section of the platform even better than it is today. I imported Live in the Feast from another host, and it was super simple to do, and there were no hiccups at all in the process. So, um, you know, kudos to you, uh, Justin John, for doing that. Um, for me, the embedded player for the websites, but also their social embedded player for Twitter is outstanding. It's clean, it's simple, it's functional. I don't need to get something else in there that will give the listener speed controls and these other things. It's all there out of the box. And, you know, in the back end too, because they are a startup, they've essentially stubbed out some features that look very promising too. But I won't talk about those because I don't want to <laughs> hold their feet to the fire, so to speak. But um, I'll put all the show, the links in the show notes for these things. But um, I think it goes without saying that I enjoy podcasting, Cameron. And, uh, it, you know, if you're thinking about um, doing a podcast, go for it. Let me know. Um, but I think if other, others of you out there that are a business and you want to get yourself out there, do a podcast. Start out being a guest on one. Then maybe ramp up with a co-host or something. It's definitely a bit awkward at first because you're essentially talking to yourself until you push that publish button, but it quickly changes. I love talking with you every single day and interacting with you in the comments on Breaker and seeing your comments in iTunes and on Twitter and such. I really do appreciate the time you spend listening to me every single day. Um, and I don't take that lightly and I don't take that for granted. That's why I try to answer these things as quickly as possible, but with a high level of quality to these questions. So with that being said, if you have a question, ask Rez, that's me, by dropping me a tweet, an email, or go ahead on Breaker, leave me a message there, and I'll be happy to answer it. Until next time, it's your time to live in the feast. Peace.